Hey friend, welcome to the Socially Modern Podcast, where I'm your host, Stephanie Mainville. I've built a six-figure real estate business solely using social media and digital marketing. When I first began in real estate, I felt pretty alone in this archaic industry. If that's how you felt too, I started this podcast with you in mind. So grab your notebook as we dig into tactical business tips to grow online and use modern marketing methods to level up your business. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Socially Modern Season 2. Today is such a good topic. I am talking about from paper to digital, talking all things my calendar and scheduling. This is seriously a topic that I get asked about a lot, a lot. And recently there was someone in the DMs who asked me to talk about How in the world do you balance being a mom, a wife, homeschooling, having friendships, running a team, a podcast, and my own real estate sales? (laughs) Honestly, when I list all of those out, I feel like it sounds like so much, and it is. And I also just really want to preface this with the fact that I am just like you. I'm human and there are definitely days or weeks or sometimes even months that I feel like I'm holding on for dear life, usually because of something big I'm working on or maybe there were changes in our routine and schedules. Those can be really hard for anyone to adjust to. So don't feel like everybody always has it together or that I even have it together constantly. I want to keep it real on the podcast. I do, however, really thrive on a schedule and routine. I don't really like surprises. I think most of us are kind of like this. Even our friends that are or maybe think that they can't like live life spontaneously, like that's something that they like to do. It's really hard to do that if you're trying to maximize time and if you do wear a lot of hats. As business owners, We all wear a lot of hats. We run the marketing, the bookkeeping, admin work, data entry, client onboarding and client offboarding. The list goes on and on. Then throw in our life responsibilities, motherhood, being a good wife or a partner, running a household. And the last thing most of us do, taking care of ourselves. Life can get just crazy. I have had times where, again, I'm in a great groove and I'm crushing it daily and then I'll have life throw a wrench in my plans and it takes me a minute to get back into my groove sometimes. I am totally that way. So here's what I'll tell you about myself. I was the kind of business owner that just kind of was winging it. Before I wore as many hats as I do now, there were less things for me to try and juggle, and I was using a paper planner to schedule my life. You've heard me talk about this before. I loved the markers, the stickers, the fun things that I could draw and doodle into my planner, but as the years went by, I was lucky enough to rub shoulders with some more corporate America type people. And my little design bachelor of art self had to start taking a page from their book. Truly, I had to start using a digital planner, a digital calendar, and just ask my husband how much I struggle that he still has not gotten on board with the digital way of life. I still have hopes, though, that he'll come around soon. So now let's dive in to 
all of the reasons that I use my Google Calendar and how I use my Google Calendar to help me stay on task, but also it's still fun. I still color coordinate it and do all of those fun things. So tip number one that I have for you guys is time blocking has never been easier. I simply block my days by early morning, morning to lunch, lunch breaks, afternoon blocks, and then evenings. I know all of these in my head now as we're talking about it. I input these blocks like an appointment and I have them reoccurring each week. So they're always there. They are marked as not busy for the most part, unless there's a block that I have dedicated to my admin or computer work for certain hours throughout the day, and I want that work to be uninterrupted. All right, let me tell you what these blocks look like for me. Morning, I work out. Then I'll have breakfast coffee emails. That's all together as a block, right? Because I usually eat my breakfast, drink my coffee, check my emails at the same time. I really do those things. Then we have morning chores where we clean up any of the breakfast mess. We do the dishes, et cetera, because I hate living in clutter. And I like all of that to be done so that it's off of my mind. Then we'll usually move into homeschooling. If you've listened to the previous episode, you learned a little bit more about me. If you've been here since season two, then you know that I became a homeschool mama. So in the mornings, we get our homeschooling out of the way. During that time, depending on what the lessons are and because of my children's ages, sometimes I'm still able to sift through emails or handle some ingoing, outgoing texts. Then I like to move into lunch and emails. So you'll kind of notice a pattern here. I do usually eat and check emails. If my emails are already cleared out for the day, then hey, it's done. And all that I have to do is eat lunch, which is great. So I'll eat lunch sometimes with my kiddos, my husband. And then after that, my kids move into their indoor outdoor play and I move into my afternoon office work. So I will go and get any of my appointments that I have scheduled for the day out of the way. I will do all my admin work, yada, yada, all that good stuff. You guys know the drill. Then we move into the evening right before I sign out to go start dinner. I'll check my emails, make sure that I responded to any texts that had happened. And I like to try. I've been starting this thing, you guys, where I get dinner started at about 5 to 5.30 at night. It just seems to be such a good time to get that going. I used to be a super late eater, and that was just because of how I grew up. My family, I come from entrepreneurs. They always got home kind of late. I can totally understand now why it is so hard sometimes for us to shut it down, call it a day, especially when we work from home and just go get dinner started. So if this was for you, this was not planned, but definitely, you know, maybe try cooking dinner a little earlier because we've been loving it. So dinner started by about 5 p.m., 530 and then evening chores. If I had any last minute work to do or text, then I'll do that. I'll wrap that up after dinner, after chores. But otherwise, I'm done for the day. And I've really been working on being done so that I can move into personal time, right? I can hang out with my husband. I can watch a new Netflix show or I've even been reading recently and it has not been a business book or anything like that. So this routine for me is like my perfect schedule. When I follow this to a T, I run like a well-oiled machine. Everything is great. 
Something that I realized after talking to so many agents is that they actually really lack a daily routine and tend to just work when needed. I always feel like if I had free time, I have a running list of big projects always that I could be working on and chip away on. So long story short, there is always something that you could be doing and you do need to treat your business like a business and also set up your life so that you can be the most successful version of yourself. You can feel good and you also have time to take care of yourself. Even if you're a part-time business owner or maybe you're a stay-at-home mom the other times, I really do believe that a good routine and goals in your life, no matter what your responsibilities are, are so good and it helps us to feel good at the end of the day and it can really keep us too from falling into like a depressive state. You know, I think we've all felt that before. Time blocking is such a simple way to stay on task and not get sucked into the black hole of, What should I work on now? You know what block you're in and the tasks you have to do. And if you don't, this leads me to my next reason why I love having a digital calendar. Number two, task scheduling. Did you know that you can schedule tasks into your Google Calendar? Do you have weekly tasks that you always need to do and get done? You sure do. We all do. If you can't think of any, I'm going to give you a few ideas right here, okay? Weekly newsletters, daily prospecting, client check-ins, emails cleared and responded to, content created and scheduled, batch create reels, batch create any content, stories, links to drive leads. I can't talk about that enough. Make sure that you're scheduling this, you guys. You're scheduling your call to actions as a task. That way you remember On Wednesday, you need to post about X, Y, and Z so that you can try and drive people through your funnels. Tour new models or vacant properties could be something that you add to every single week. The list can go on and on. Then you throw in the random task you need to do. For instance, I was chatting with a client recently who had hit the pause button on her home search, and she actually asked me to reach out again in three months. The easiest way for me to remember to do this was to just set up a task in my Google Calendar. You can set up tasks like a reminder and set it to a specific date, or you can have it reoccurring each week. So when someone says to reach out, or if you want to remember to do something on a specific date, make a task for yourself in your calendar. Bonus, you'll still get the happiness of clicking the little check mark that has been completed. Otherwise, you know that that task still needs to be done. I really love that part. Tip number three is automation. I have seriously been trying to automate everything I can since I've discovered all the possibilities with this in my business. Remember how I said we wear a lot of hats? Well, playing secretary is not one of them. Well, at least when it comes to scheduling my new clients or even my team member meetings. If you're a team leader or a founder or a boss of some sort, even our one-on-one coaching calls are scheduled directly through a link. How many times have you tried to schedule a meeting with a potential new home buyer or client and the messages went back and forth? Kind of something like this. Hi, I'd love to learn more about your product or service. Hello, that's great. I'd love to chat more with you. When are you free? 
Well, my husband works during the day. Can we meet on the weekend or after 6 p.m.? Sure. How does this Wednesday or Thursday look for you guys? Either by now they've put the phone down because the baby started crying, the doorbell rang, something happened, and they're going to forget to text you back until you reach out again, or you'll both forget. Then two weeks from now, it will have hit you at 2 a.m. that you didn't ever set that appointment and you know what your business coach says, you must set the appointment right away. Trust me, I've been there. It's so stressful in the middle of the night. So there could be another way that this goes, right? With let me check with my husband and I'll get back with you. Okay, you kind of get the point here. All this role playing is seriously giving me stress by how much time and effort, yet we still don't have the appointment, okay? I like to use something called Calendly alongside my digital calendar. They speak to each other and Calendly captures all the questions I have along with any contact information when they schedule with me so that I can have the ease on my side when it comes to getting this appointment. I simply just send the link right away with my response and voila, they can book at their own convenience and at a time that works best for them. So if you're like, well, what if there's not a good time for them? What if there's something not out there? I don't want to leave my calendar open all the time for like evening or night appointments, weekends, etc. That's the greatest part about this. You can choose what dates you offer for any inconvenient, so to speak, times. I personally have one day per week that I have virtual consults and that day I know could have an evening call. I also allow Saturday morning calls so that if I was showing, for instance, on that day, I can take my calls the first thing in the morning and then I can head out for showings after. That leaves Sunday and Mondays as off days for me. I don't take meetings on those days and I also try my very best not to show on those days. My best advice here is to create a schedule that revolves around your life. If you're a mom, then you probably know when your best hours are for calls and certain tasks where you'd probably prefer it to be like quiet. I also have tasks that I can do from anywhere and with any noise. So it can take a little more pre-planning initially and upfront, but it will make for the best routine, I promise you. Okay, tip number four, family and personal appointments. I did mention earlier in this podcast that my husband has still not gotten on board with the digital calendar, but I continue to send him invites anyways, you guys. Maybe one day a girl can help. But we are also a blended family, and with that comes another household and a changing schedule each week. Currently, we are week on, week off, and so, you know, we have to figure out when we can do certain things on certain dates, and so do they. So I have a separate Capri calendar. That's her name, and that has been sent to all four parents. So at any point, if someone was questioning their week or we made changes due to some scheduling conflict, it's easy to see and plan for family events and functions in the near and distant future. Each year, I actually go online and I grab our local school district's calendar and I input all of the holidays, breaks, and half days so that we hopefully never miss a thing. If she has a church or a school event, maybe a birthday party to attend, we also put those things in the calendar. It makes our life so much easier. I also follow this with my littles too. That's what we call them. I wonder if I'll continue calling them littles even when they're not so little anymore. 
Anyways, I put their dentist appointments, homeschool co-ops, field trips, special like holiday things that I want to do for them as a homeschooling mom all in this calendar. This will help me again schedule in those moments that I would otherwise forget to do. Maybe I would have no time to prepare by time it hit me and then I would feel crappy and like I fell short on what I was hoping to do. Now, I am also a very big advocate for scheduling in your needs and personal care as if it were any other appointment. We do so much for everyone else in our lives, it's important to pour from a full cup. So schedule out your hair, your nails, date nights, girls' nights, personal days, whatever you need to schedule in. Maybe you're feeling a little bit of burnout. Maybe you just take a personal day. Honestly, that's okay. I remember feeling really guilty, honestly, for this. If a client would call me and ask for a time that I was otherwise scheduled already for, I would feel like I should be available. I mean, come on, it's a client. But then as time went on and I realized I just, I don't owe an explanation of my schedule or my routine. I simply was booked, unavailable or previously scheduled, however you want to say it. Then I suggest another time that day or another day altogether, depending on the situation, of course, that I could be available for that person. What I've learned and noticed over the years is that ultimately you have to be in control of your routines and schedules. It will make you a better person overall because you'll feel better. And when you feel better, you're just more productive and you can help your clients best. Offering a new time within reason is completely acceptable. How many other businesses or service-based providers do that when we try scheduling with them? Do they offer us a long-winded response as to why they need to get their nails done that day because the other day they shut their finger in the car door and it's barely hanging on and before that it had taken them five months to get in? No, we don't need those explanations and you don't have to give that. They just offer available times and they move on. So here's your permission slip to do the same thing. All right, last but not least, we are moving into tip number five. This one is so simple, you guys. It's just because it's easy. I have the app on my phone, so before I go to bed, I look to see just one more time what my day consists of the next day. I like to have an idea before I go to sleep. Um, (laughs) It helps the anxious side of me feel a little bit better. I feel prepared. I know what to expect. I know that if it's an office day, for example, I can skip the work clothes and maybe not wash my hair after the gym and opt for a pair of leggings and a hat or work from a local coffee shop because I just feel like it and I want to get out of the house. If I have a friend trying to set up a play date or maybe a girl's night out, I can look at my calendar in advance for the week or even weeks ahead and know if I'm free or not. If a friend is trying to schedule, say, a wine night on a Thursday and my Friday is full of appointments or even showings, maybe I have a client flying in. I might not feel 100% rested and great for Friday's schedule, so I know that that's probably not a great day to do that on. I also keep a tab open at all times on my computer so I can easily refer to my day and add tasks or reminders as I need to. After a while, you'll start to get your blocks set in your mind. You'll honestly start to kind of memorize them. So that way you'll just kind of know 
certain things. Like I do know that, you know, if I was going to schedule something for homeschool that was out and about, Monday mornings during my weekdays are kind of the best day. Or that you can have a girl's night out on a Thursday because you work out Monday through Thursday each week and you take Friday mornings off. Whatever your routine looks like, that's all you. But using a digital calendar to help you stick to a routine is probably the biggest life hack I have. And for that matter, it's actually the best business hack. I said it earlier, and truly, so many business owners that work from home lack a consistent schedule and routine. Having one, even as a fellow creative, it helps me so much each week. If you're a realtor listening, you know the market has been making moves, right? It's been kind of shifting. So now, more than ever, it is important to nail down your routine and move the needle forward each and every working day. I say that because I believe personal days are highly recommended. If you build out a time block after listening to this episode, tag me at Socially Modern, and I want to see those cute digital calendars, guys. Have any other ideas for time blocks? I would love to see them. Until next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Socially Modern Podcast. Are you interested in joining the Socially Modern Collective? We are a national real estate team focused on building our businesses the socially modern way. If you'd like more info, book a discovery call with me linked in the show notes. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter, also linked in the show notes. And follow me and this show on Instagram at Mainville and at Socially Modern.